0: Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and welcome to Friday. And even though it was a short week, man, it's been a long week. The You know, the madness of the last few years uh, just doesn't seem to want to end. Uh, all kinds of, of craziness uh, breaking out seemingly every day, every week uh, from uh huge currency moves to energy shocks to to are we gonna have power are we not gonna have power now the latest jason uh apparently we're finally gonna get a storm uh one of these hurricanes that we've been so lucky to avoid but this one they're saying supposed to uh, land in california and listen to this of course it makes perfect sense some places are going to get more rain in a few hours than they do in a whole year, so it, it's going to be another, just another one of these things to look out for.
1: Yeah, weather is uh, you know it's one of those things you grow up and uh, you watch the news or you know you're walking in public and oh what's what's weather going to be like tomorrow? It's it's uh, it's an interesting, joke cause, if you look at it all the time and, and you obsess about it, it, it's extreme and terrible, and it's an emergency, and you freak out. But really, if you don't watch the television, it's, it's rain it's or it's snow. Weather. It's just weather.
0: It's just weather. <laughs> it's not an emergency. Everything's going to be A-OK. Uh, we got gold and silver up today. Uh, silver up about 25 more cents. Uh, looks like uh, maybe, maybe. I, I say it all the time. Uh, obviously, the spot price has no bearing on physical prices in silver, but uh, above 1850 today, uh, gold's up about seven dollars right now. The Dow is higher, little little relief rally as the the dollar is selling off a little bit. I think that now that we've got you know Canada's raising rates, uh, the UK's raising rates, the EU's raising rates, obviously we're raising rates. Uh, maybe we're going to get. Uh, uh, at least a pause in the decline in the euro, the decline in the in the pound sterling, uh, it, it, at least for right now. If everybody's on the rate hiking cycle, outside of the Japanese, uh, th- that may signal possibly. I don't know, too early to tell. Maybe at the end of this big dollar run.
1: Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, that, I, uh, it sure seems like uh, with the digital currency rolling in and. Who knows how long it takes to get it in here, Joe? But that, that seems like it's very possible the dollar ends at that point, and so it's interesting how uh, the dollar right now just you get you listen to these you know these things that happen. You know, Joe Joe talks about October is coming next month, and who knows what's going to happen and, and what emergency is going to hit us. But the dollar hasn't been this strong versus other world currencies since two thousand one. Yeah, two thousand one. Yeah. Well, oh, when we, we having two thousand one, Joe, right?
0: Oh, that, uh-huh. okay there you go see this is what jason brings right here it is on friday and, and he's got a he's got a draw a reference to 9-11 uh, and, and again i, I think we're going to see a major major crash uh significant warnings uh now uh, jp morgan issuing an alert they're they're worried Uh, that OPEC now is going to cut oil by a million barrels a day. Uh, This week, by the way, well, I guess last week, record drawdowns out of the strategic oil reserve uh, over a million barrels a day. Now, J.P. Morgan says, listen, OPEC's going to cut a million barrels a day as a way, I guess, to to mitigate uh, how much oil is coming out of our strategic oil reserve. I think OPEC is saying, listen, uh, we're not going to accept 90 or $95 for Brent crude. That's not enough. Uh, we want a lot more than that. So it, it, it really is going to be uh, interesting how all of these things play out. But on top of that, on top of that, they're now worried that banks, especially banks with exposure to European energy companies, uh, maybe may cause uh, a huge problem here as these energy companies obviously Jason struggling to be able to pay bills they're talking about margin calls uh, all these other things you know these things that these companies do that nobody really talks about uh, and I guess at the end of the day right somebody had to be on the other sides of these trades and now they're saying hey it might actually be. A lot of these energy companies, or it could be companies that were buying a lot of energy, trying to keep the price down by shorting the energy markets, Jason. And now they may be on the wrong side.
1: Yeah, be careful what you do with uh, commodities. I mean, <clears throat> we sell go- <clears throat> excuse me, we sell gold and silver. And I just had a customer tell me a story about a guy he was working with uh, back in the seventies and right up to nineteen eighty, and he decided to put all. You know, remember, remember the uh, the Hunt brothers, Joe, and uh, the, that was probably not a good time to just put your pension and your your company's uh, retirement stuff all into silver, <laughs> which is what he did. And of course, the Hunt brothers, we don't have manipulation of of an upward trend in silver. We have an, a manipulation downward. So this is why it's a good time to get into silver, buy it when when nobody's buying it, supposedly. But but Joe, you got to be careful with what you you know. Invest in, in commodities right now, the oil or whatever, anything. It's it's a dangerous game to play, Joe.
0: Yeah, it really is. Uh, when we get back, uh, Jeffrey Gunlats, one of the the you know when I when I talk about hey, there's only a handful of people I really uh, pay attention to when they they talk. This guy's at the top of the list. Uh, very very smart. Uh, has has really when you think about go back over the last 20 25 years uh he's always been on the right side of all of these things you know he's not he doesn't claim hey i was the first guy or this or that he doesn't do that stuff but he always is where the money ends up being i'll tell you what he sees uh and it's something i think that jason's alluded to in the past we'll be right back 800-9510592 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio news Hour. Joe and Jason here on this Friday. Sit back, relax, leave the drive-in to us today. Uh, got some breaking news here. This is coming out of Europe. Uh, so remember, uh, earlier this week we talked about the, the Europeans, uh, pretty much every country announcing bailouts, uh, for their energy companies, you know their their major energy producers. Apparently, things are getting worse. Uh, this coming out of Germany, more and more companies are telling us they no longer have a supply contract for electricity or natural gas at all. The tap has been turned off, and the in the truest sense of the word, uh, this is the uh, German Chancellor of Industry. Without energy, no economy can run. And Jason, I mean, that's at the simplest. You want to get rid of productive societies, you get rid of cheap energy.
1: Yeah, that's right. We... Uh... We've been you've been reporting especially, but we've been talking about this for a while now. Especially when the inflation came in in 2021, uh, and, and uh, now you have the the war, which started in uh, 2022, the earlier this year, and so they have all the ingredients they need to create uh, uh, high prices or low prices in energy at any time. And so, so this is going to be one of those scary things that they push against the people. We we can't do anything about it, Joe. We don't. We're not countries that buy and sell these things.
0: Right, and get ready. Now, there's a new term out there. The era of abundance is over. Uh, We're starting to see all kinds of uh, world leaders start using this type of language. Uh, But right after that, so uh, the German uh, industry head comes out and says, uh, companies now are saying, hey, uh, our contracts have been canceled. We have no contracts uh, for electricity or gas to be provided, and so obviously this isn't the guy that owns the coffee shop. Okay, he's not calling because he doesn't even know. He's hoping, hey, when I go in the morning, I unlock the door, I flip the light switch, I hope the lights come on. These are going to be major manufacturers major consumers of energy these companies uh they have their own private contracts uh with these large producers out there and they're saying listen we have no contract we we how can we operate this way right after that the european central bank has now uh, had an emergency meeting with their banks talking about the need for possibly trillions in li- in liquidity support going to be needed uh, to bail out uh, a lot of these energy companies that appears that Jason again on the wrong side of these trades the European Central Bank has called for a meeting with top bank executives to discuss how to prepare for what they are calling a Lehman style collapse of energy companies and worsening energy crisis here's the funny part so they they're saying listen we got to have an emergency meeting about a Lehman style collapse but but here at home hey the, the Dow's up 300 points that makes perfect sense
1: yeah, my parents worked for an energy company uh uh you know, they did gas and electric. It was a public service company and then it, it got bought up years ago by uh, XL Energy. And, and the the standards go down, down, down as you have you know just like with the banks, less banks, I think there's less energy companies. The age of hey, the government to fully control people, they have to have different aspects like education, money. Well, they have to control energy. So, so we almost have to, like, it's almost like we have to figure out how to speak Spanish. We need to, any time you put a term on that says the age of abundance is over, we just need to translate. False scarcity is coming, because that's what it is. It's false scarcity, so we can lose more freedoms and, and liberties, Brian, or Joe, excuse me.
0: You know what? That, and we've talked about it before. We, we could be producing way more oil, way, uh, natural gas, way more natural gas. We, we could but we simply don't want to go to allamericangold.com today do it today there's a 27 second clip Uh, its Janet Yellen Janet Yellen for you that don't know she was the former head of the Fed she's now the Treasury Secretary see how disgustingly interwoven the banking industry is with the government she's out there Jason perpetuating the nonsense uh, and of course it's absolute nonsense. Uh I've said it for how long? You only need a fourth grade education in math to know that it's nonsense that that somehow we can depend on wind and the sun to rid ourselves of fossil fuels. And this is this this is this false scarcity the when they talk about the era of abundance is over. This is what they're talking about Jason.
1: That's right. That's right. And uh, like you said at the beginning of that uh, statement, you say uh, we could create more, and uh, and we aren't doing more. It's not us. It's not me and Joe. We should. That's we another thing we should do. They, the, the controllers of of these of these uh, I, uh, the governments and banks and corporations, they don't want to produce more. Believe me when to make I tell better. you,
0: there's not an oil or natural gas company that doesn't want to drill more. There's not. Yeah. They're, they're essentially being forbidden from doing it. Period. That's what's happening. Anybody who believes that we can survive on wind and solar is absolutely clueless about energy consumption. They have no idea. And and again, what I mean by that is, listen, we could do it. You're right. We could. Let Let me rephrase it. We absolutely could do it. We can make and build solar panels. and You know, let's just take, uh, I don't know, the, the state of New Mexico and make it one big giant solar panel, right? We We can build wind farms <laughs> everywhere. We can absolutely do it. That part is true. Unfortunately, the part that isn't true is what it's going to cost. So if you're okay with paying four, five, six times more for your energy than what Janet Yellen said is absolutely true. That's the math. That's the part they don't tell you. That's the part that that really uh, changes the game in all of this. Just look at what Germany said. Hey, listen, we don't have any cheap energy. These places can't open. Right? We can't produce aluminum. We can't produce steel. We can't produce anything if we're going to rely on wind and solar because the cost of it, and again, like I said, you think inflation's bad now. Keep doing this policy, Jason.
1: Exactly right. A cartel has been created uh, worldwide over time uh, in the banking system. You know, That's because money is the most important franchise to control. So energy is a hard one. That that, that takes a while to, to to have a cartel there. And that's, it's, it seems like that they're they're really tightening down on a cartel on energy, Joe, because if you you know let's face, it, if you're a CEO of one of the biggest energy companies in the world, well, why work twice as hard to produce twice as much when you can just charge twice as much because there's a scarcity out there, right? And that's what's that's what's getting ready to happen. You know these these big corporations that are uh, in hand and fist with the uh, the governments of the world. You know, once a cartel's in place, i will set the price. No competition. We right. just need competition, Joe. We just need some small company out there. Hey, I'm going to drill this stuff up, and we're going to sell it for half as much. And that, that drops the price, but we're not going to have that anymore, Joe.
0: We're not going to have it, and and by design. Uh, they want obedient workers. That's what they want. Uh, and, and, again, I think COVID's a great example. All the people that refuse to get vaccinated, I think this has emboldened these people even more. They're like, oh, okay. Oh, I guess we're not ready yet. You know what? We haven't impoverished them enough yet. Let's let's get it. Let, let's make it to where it's so unaffordable. Uh, small businesses are going to be uh, a dying breed. Like I said, interest rates, listen, we're not even halfway there yet on interest rates. People are really clueless about how high rates are actually going to be, uh, and, and businesses are, are going to be paying this ultimate price, especially with energy shocks on top of this. But again, the more people you get dependent, the more obedient they become, right, Jason? We they're, they're, Listen, they want China. That's what they want. China still locks down. They'll lock down 10 million people in, in, in a matter of minutes in China. And guess what? They get compliance. That's what they want to bring here. And and this is one way to do it, right, Jason? I mean, obviously, bankrupt them. Make them dependent upon the government. Hey, you want your credits today? Do what we tell you or you don't get your credits.
1: Right, Joe. I, I forget the name. I think it was uh, The Way Home. I just watched a movie yesterday kind of talks about that talked about uh, it happens during World War 2 but it's in uh, Poland, Russia, Germany when Germany and Russia both t- took control of Poland so this guy is taken prisoner they're going to send him to the gulag they're sending him to Siberia if he doesn't sign this this confession he's like I ain't signing that you know he knows what's going to happen to him and then they bring his wife in well they created a dependence they 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 caused a situation where she could not bow down to her captors and she signed a confession against her husband. And then he, he wouldn't sign it, so they sent him to Siberia for pretty much the rest of his life. That's <laughs> really dramatic. But doesn't it seem like we're, we're slowly uh, the frog in the pot? You're kind of heading towards the gulag, Joe. Isn't that how it feels he- like? He-
0: heading towards the gulag. Uh, getting some more details here. Bloomberg now reporting that the European Central Bank has sent, a, a well, I guess, a questionnaire if you will, for lack of a better word here, to all its major banks, these will also include U.S. banks, questioning them on the readiness following a the natural gas stoppage. So, for those of you who don't know, Russia has now stopped all natural gas flows uh, to Europe. Uh, and and essentially saying, hey, as soon as you guys deliver us more turbines, we'll turn the gas back on uh, type of a thing here. But here's what they want to know. They're saying that the, the stoppage of natural gas is going to trigger a wave of energy company bankruptcies. The central bank wants to see how resilient the lenders will be during this time of duress. In other words, hey, are you going to be able to stay solvent when these energy companies go bankrupt? And again, people don't understand how big energy is. Oil is the largest commodity in the world. This has a—it's an overwhelming impact. On lenders because it's such a big number, Jason. This is why. And again, remember, what about these stress tests? Aren't they supposed to be doing these stress tests? Right? You're, you're telling me in Europe since the, uh, the the war started, we haven't done one of these stress tests yet.
1: <laughs> I bet somebody's doing those stress tests, Joe. Oh it's- <laughs> God, it's a joke.
0: It's an absolute joke. They know. Yeah, they, they know. know already. <laughs> they
1: know. Absolutely. They, they, these guys are the power monsters of all of, of human history. They need to know everything about everybody at all times. That's why they're building data centers, recording everything we're doing. They need to know everything. You know, that's that's the brave new world we're moving into, Joe.
0: Lenders need to submit their findings to the ECB next week. They're saying at the end of the month that the bankers will meet with the ECB for what they say are follow-up conversations the interactions between the ECB and lenders are going to be behind closed doors of course they are because you know what listen this whole house of cards they're all insolvent we've been saying this for how long have you not figured it out yet they want this to occur this this End of the era of abundance. They know they need to reset. Listen, now. I, I mean, think about this. We got forty trillion dollars in debt. Forty trillion. It's impossible to pay off. But here, that's not even the bad part. Just one bank, JP Morgan, one bank. They've got sixty. Trillion dollars of derivatives, uh, which means that B of A's probably got 55 trillion, Citigroup's got probably got 53 trillion, Wells Fargo's got 50 trillion. Right? Do the math. They need a reset, and this is what they're going to use to foster in. And what a great reason! Hey, it's not our fault. You know, Russia cut the gas off, so you know we 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 we've got to, we've got to, to to bail in all of these banks, Jason. It's a perfect scenario.
1: Exactly, Joe. I agree. We're going to have another couple of segments of the Patriot Trading News Hour. Stay with us, guys.
0: 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Just nuts. It's just crazy uh, what I just read to you guys. Uh, oil's up almost $3. Natural gas is up. Unleaded gas is up. Heating oil. Uh, up as well here in the U.S. Gold's up eight right now at 17.18. Silver's up almost 30 cents at 18.60. Uh, The Dow, believe it or not, up 300 points. Don't worry. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. All these energy companies are insolvent, and and uh, but but we're we're working with the banks to find out uh, if we're going to have a Lehman moment or not. You know, no big deal, just a Lehman moment. You know, right, Jason? What could possibly go wrong?
1: Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah, the Lehman Brothers. I remember all the panic that was going on when that was happening. Yeah, that's that was didn't seem like it was no big deal, did it?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't seem like it was any big deal at all. Uh, Jeff Gunlatch was out again. Uh, he was worried about the Federal Reserve overreacting in its fight against inflation. And this is going to be the big issue. This is going to be the big issue. The, uh, right now, Jay Powell, who we all know, this guy is weak as weak can be. I mean, he is a clone of Arthur Burns. Uh, if you don't know who Arthur Burns is for all of our new Utah listeners, he was the head of the central bank during the 70s. You know, so we had Arthur Burns and Jimmy Carter. Remember, we started the 70s, started with an oil shock, right? Uh, then we got Arthur Burns and, and Jimmy Carter. And, and really throw the, throw Nixon in there. So we, we kind of had it all again, right? We, we've got an oil shock. This one, no. This one not because of an embargo. Oh, no. No, no, no! This one—a self-imposed gunshot wound uh, on energy prices. Then we had, you know, instead of Richard Nixon, we had Trump, right? And all that—all the stuff that happened with Trump. We've got a weak head of the the central bank instead of Arthur Burns, it's Jay Powell, and instead of Jimmy Carter, we got Joe Biden. J- Jason, it's the perfect recipe.
1: <laughs> yeah, it it does have a smell of some preplanned. I event. mean, right,
0: I mean, <laughs> it's not even that hard. You're like, wow, wow, I didn't I didn't think about it that way. So he's out, and he's talking about uh the that he expects a severe slowdown in the economy that he believes the Federal Reserve is not seeing. Uh, and again, this is something Jason and I we, we've been warning about this. on the top, things look okay underneath, however, not good at all. I don't even want to start uh, on housing. Uh, these home builders, there's three different, three hundred different home builders all across the country. They were saying crazy stuff. First of all, they were saying, "Oh, by the way, here's the good news." They they had good news. They had good news. Hey, there's no more delays in housing, right? Hey, we we can build these homes lickety split, right? Uh, it's great. The supply chain problems have gone away. Uh, but then they followed up but unfortunately, uh, there's nobody there to buy them. <laughs> <Right>? Oh, man. <laughs> Here's the good news. We don't have a supply problem anymore. Even garage doors are, are back in, in stock. Uh, but now we don't have any buyers. So G- Gunlatch says that he has no confidence that Jay Powell and the Fed can figure this out and saying that investors' ability to navigate today's challenging market is exceedingly difficult. Listen, I'm going to give you out my son's number. I've been doing it for months now. You need help on this one. You have no idea what, what is really coming. 602909,9048. Whatever you don't put in gold and silver, call Joey because he'll at least protect these losses he said that financial markets around the globe need to listen carefully to, and and saying that the next shock is that we're going to have to put in a big overreaction to the inflation problem which we created from our re- initial reaction of excess stimulus. So again, God let's put in the blame squarely what it needs where it needs to be. Hey, we created the problem by way too much stimulus. Then the Fed, uh, because Jay Powell's a weak man, right? Hey, they, they underreacted. Now Jason, they've got to overreact. And, and he says this is going to end up creating momentum that is more deflationary than most people believe is even possible. Let me tell you what that really means. Depression is what he's talking about. How many times have I uttered the words about what we really need to have to have happen to get Energy back in line. We need, need demand destruction at levels, Jason. That I agree with Gunlott here. Most people don't think it's possible, but believe me, it is.
1: Well, I'll add. I'll add one thing to what he's saying. i uh, To me, I think these things are, are planned well ahead of time. I don't think they make accidents. I, don't th- I really don't think they're stupid. I, I think they they know what's going on. It's just a shell game. So. The whole idea that they uh, well, they didn't know inflation was coming and they reacted slow. I almost because they're in that catch twenty two, Joe. The Fed, they have to come up with a story that makes it seem like they're doing the best they can. So they'll admit to mistakes when they have nowhere else to go. So I think if they wouldn't, if they were raising rates in two thousand twenty one, we'd still have the inflation. Why well, do I don't get the feeling that if they were raising rates back then? We'd still have this inflation because they are raising rates this year, and the Fed is already saying next year in June it's going to be seven percent inflation.
0: Well, they just bumped it to seven and a half now. See? Uh, so, uh, so they know what's
1: going on, Joe. They know. Even
0: higher. Uh, Gunlatch saying financial markets are in a fragile state. And, and believe me, he's right. We haven't seen anything yet. I mean, the Dow got to 37,000. Think how much money they created uh, after the financial crisis. Remember, the Dow got down to like 6,700. It got to almost thirty-seven thousand. Six times they flooded, flooded the world with money, and created the inflate. This is what Gunlatch is saying. They created the problem, and then they acted like they didn't. And now they're going to go the other way in in these financial markets but again, I, I say it over and over and over. It's gradual at first. Consider 2022 gradual. Right? Markets down 20%. Consider that gradual. Gunlatch is talking about the markets in a fragile state because he's worried about what could happen suddenly. Inflation at the highest in more than four decades. I'll tell you the mistake he thinks the Fed's going to make when we return. 800 Uh Gold's on the move here, up 10, 17, 20. Uh, silver up over 30 cents now, 18.60 and change. Uh, the last day, uh, just got a new uh, price increase. Uh, utility silver, junk silver. Dimes, quarters, half dollars, pre-1965, so 1964 and older. You know, back in the day, back when we didn't have inflation Back when the Federal Reserve uh, wasn't printing money endlessly, uh, you know, go back, you know, think about 1964, right? Uh, so uh, Kennedy's been assassinated. Lyndon Johnson starts all these social welfare programs, uh, credit cards uh, starting to be introduced to uh, to us for the very first time, and, and the whole debt bubble just starts uh, uh, imploding, right? Jason, Nixon closes the gold window, right? They took the silver out of the coinage. So right now, listen, tomorrow, we're probably looking at $10 increases. So I've got dimes at $105 a roll. That's 50 silver dimes. Uh, You know, you think about uh the digital currency that's coming uh the potential now for them to really limit anything right hey you're only allowed x amount of ammo if you're allowed ammo at all right how easy will it be for them to ban you know like AR15s and all these other things but i think it goes more than that jason i think they can tell you how much ground beef you can buy right how much how much milk you can buy right all oh, way you know what you're buying things that are that we deem not to be good for the the economy or wait a minute uh, you're using too much energy or you're using too much water in uh, banning things that I, I think this is going to create a huge black market of things, and having you know that fractional gold and, and this and silver could be really invaluable uh, in the future here. So we've got silver dimes. They, there's 50 dimes in a roll. That so it's a five dollar face value roll. They're at 105 dollars a roll. Dimes are going to be up five bucks tomorrow uh, because it'll be, uh, the dimes are half of the amount of silver that the quarters and the half dollars are. That uh, That's at 105 quarters, 40 silver quarters. That's a $10 face value roll. Those right now are at $210. Based on this new price, Jason, we're going to be looking at $220. Uh, come Monday, and then rolls of half dollars. That's twenty half dollars, so that's a ten dollar roll. Uh, half dollars carry a bigger premium. Uh, two thirty. Those aren't going to be two forty. Half dollars may even be two forty-five. Uh, come tomorrow, Jason. As these premiums on silver, nobody has stopped buying here. Uh, this is just an illusion of paper markets not wanting to deal with realities.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Anybody out there that's uh, new to listening to to the show, uh, if you want to try to figure out how much raw silver is in, let's say, a roll of quarters, it's seven point one five ounces of raw silver. The coins uh, that we spent back uh, when Joe was talking about is ninety percent silver, ten percent copper. It gave that silver a little more strength with the copper, and and uh, uh, and that's just the way they made the coin. So so a roll of dimes has exactly half of seven point one five ounces. Of silver, I think it's 3.575, something like that. So, so that you, you can kind of gauge your price right there, Joe. And, and those quarters yeah, and those dimes, it's it's a great under, price on
0: the dimes and the quarters were under $30, actually closer to, to $29. Uh, it's a, the only government hallmark silver uh, you're going to be able to get uh, for under 30 bucks today at 800 and and again these uh, these emails just come hot and heavy here Uh, and Jason will tell you yesterday the the largest wholesaler in the world they sent four different emails about trying to buy utility silver and they kept bumping the price of how much they would pay over spot uh to get these orders filled uh and, and quite honestly the, the the premiums they had to pay Jason just meant, hey the premiums go up that's just how it works
1: yeah if if you have to pay about 30 bucks an ounce to get silver today that means that's what it's worth that's the value of it that's where that's, that's where the spot price really should be uh, and in the physical markets they will always move upwards but it's it's it's, it's a cranky thing cuz the paper markets don't want you going physical just like, you know, the whole world doesn't want analog. They want you to be digital. They want you to be on your cell phone. They don't have a paper bill come to your house. Uh, just 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 pay that bill. Let, let us come into your account and and, and pay that bill online, and, uh, you know, let's, let's just do it this way, Joe. That's that's where we're heading. It's a scary, it's a scary thing.
0: Yeah, and, and again, 800-951-0592. Take advantage of these prices because they're not going to last. Yeah. Um, the 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 difference here now. So going back to Jeff Gunlatch, he's saying that the the market thinks the Fed is only going to raise another one hundred and twenty-five to one hundred and fifty basis points, which Gunlatch says is isn't accurate. But then he goes, the markets right now think that six or seven months from now. So. Over the six or seven months, they're going to go another, let's just say 150 basis points. He goes, right now, the markets think in six or seven months that the Fed is going to mysteriously turn around and start easy. They have this idea that the markets are going to, that aren't going to hike rates more. Gundla says his belief is the exact opposite. Rates are going to go much higher. And that instability in these financial markets is going to be very brutal because they actually think the Fed's going to go the other way. And Gunlet says, and I, I agree, I don't think they go the other way. They may stop, but going the other way is not possible. We'll be back after the break. 800 592 Utility silver dimes, quarters, half dollars rolls of dimes at 105, rolls of quarters at 210, rolls of half dollars at 230 at 9510592 and man come let's make such a great point. Listen to this, Jason. He goes cuz he's kind of poking fun at Wall Street. He says that they're trying to convince themselves that the idea is that the Fed is going to hike rates significantly more Right, another 150 basis points, and then they're going to drop them back down again. Immediately after that, he well, goes, "That's kind of a strange thing to predict, <laughs> right? W- w- why bother with anything then, right? Well, why bother? Why even go through the exercise if they're just going to bring them right back down again?"
1: Joe, that's like like I said. I think they knew they could have been raising rates in 2021. They didn't, and there's like, "Oh well, right. we made gosh darn, it, we made a mistake." Well, because they want to catch twenty-two, raise rates, blow up the markets, uh, uh, lower rates, and print money, and, and inflation goes berserk. So they they just act, you know, they they they're buying, they're biding their time. They're they're just trying to, to get as far, kick that can down the road as far as they can, Joe. They they know what's going on. Raise it and lower He's, it. A, That's nonsense.
0: Right, right. He's like, it's kind of ridiculous. He goes, so basically, what you're saying is, I'm a six foot, 185 pound guy. And I'm going to put on a hundred pounds during the holiday, and then I'm going to take it all off with a crash <laughs> diet at Easter. What's the point of that, right? That's not healthy. Matter of fact, that's even worse. Uh, he's saying that Jay Powell is desperate to try to get some form of credibility back. Uh, and again, Jay said, "There's no good outcome here," and that's really what Jeff Gunlatch is saying. He goes, "You know, the realities are if you actually believe." That the Fed is going to raise rates only to bring them right back down again. What a fruitless exercise that was. You talk about lack of credibility. That would do it for sure. Uh, and, and that he actually believes that the the Fed in Jay Powell, because he's so weak, is going to have rates too high for too long. That's actually going to cause. The next Great Depression. And again, the problem is if he doesn't leave them up there, right, you're going to run that scenario. Jason and I keep talking about this double Great Depression, which is we're in a depression, yet prices are still elevated, Jason.
1: Yeah, do any Fed chiefs have any credibility? <laughs> are they just kind of like the donkey that gets kicked, kicked around, and they just get a big fat paycheck and some status when they get out of there? I mean, it-
0: yeah, no, it's such a great point. <laughs> they get credibility from the paper traders, right? The, yep. the Wall Street pinstripe bandits—that's uh, where they get all their credibility. They have no credibility. Think about this: when's the last time the Fed actually uh, projected uh, the economy with any sort of accuracy? At all. I I can't even remember. Their their predictions are so bad. They're so off base. I mean, we make fun about transitory, uh, right? Because look how bad, and they did that for like a whole year and Wall Street right and, and the TV kept trying to say there's credibility you and I would have been fired from our job we wouldn't have even made it through the 90 day probationary period and not only did Jay Paul get fired he got reappointed Jason they reappointed him
1: uh, i, I kind of wish the president would be the head of the fed cuz at least half the country every 4 years would want to get rid of it <laughs> <laughs>
0: That may be one of the smarter things you said. Right? Can we get rid of these guys?
1: Yes. Yeah, exactly, so That's Joel. the
0: solution. Ending the Fed is the solution to all this nonsense. Patriot Radio News Hour. God bless everybody. Have a great weekend.